When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hi, I'm Chad. I'm a Gen X grown-up. I support Gen X grown-up through Patreon, and you can too at patreon.com slash genxgrownup. Gen X Grown Up is a YouTube channel website and audio podcast you're listening to right now. All made for and by people who love exploring media, games, tech, and toys of yesterday and today through the eyes of Gen Xers who refuse to grow up. Your dinner Welcome back, Gen X Grown Up Podcast listeners, to this backtrack edition of the Gen X Grown Up Podcast. I am John. Joining me, as always, of course, is Mo. Hey, everybody. And it wouldn't be a show without George. Hey, man. Hey, how's it going, guys? You know, picking just the right holiday gift for the Gen X nerd in your life can be challenging, but we're here to help. <laughs> Each year around this time, we release our Geek Gift Guide, recommendations for products we'd like to receive ourselves. Once more this year, we're going to run down some great gift ideas for the 2023 holidays, regardless of your budget. We do this every year or have for the last several years. Yeah. And it's getting to the point where people are like, when are you going to do it? When are you going to do it? I need the gift guide. I've heard a few people say that. I'm just Discord. wondering though, you say in there stuff we would all like to receive. Has anybody gotten any of these gifts from any of our listeners or anything yet? Because I haven't. Not from listeners, but well, I, technically. I, 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 I wasn't I really did. fishing for listeners to buy it for us. I was just saying it's stuff we'd like I'm to just, get. Just putting it out there. If you put it in the list, George is you know. fishing. Ring, tick, 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 tick. They hear the fishing line coming in. He's laying the bait. Uh, well, a few of these that I picked, I have, or I really, well, everyone I picked, I either have or really want to have. So, right, just put it out there. Maybe my wife will listen. Maybe my mom will listen. Maybe, yeah, maybe someone who actually gets me gifts will know. Uh, before we get into this, a much anticipated episode. Uh, it's time quickly for some fourth listener email. We call it that because there are the three of us. The expectation is we'll all listen, whether they do or not, George. But if anyone else does, <laughs> you are our fourth listener. And the fourth listener this time around is Brian R. Uh, and he messaged us over on Facebook Messenger not long ago. And here's what Brian had to say. Very complimentary, by the way. I made me blush. He says, <laughs> thank you for an amazing channel and podcast. Well, there we go. Email over. That's all he had to say. It says, says yes, yeah, right? there. <laughs> Quit digging, you found gold. Right, exactly. <laughs> he goes on to say, though, I was born in 1969, the best year to be born in, I'll say, and can relate yeah. to everything you guys discuss. The Gen X grown-up has to be my favorite retro program. There you go. Wow. Awesome. Every topic you cover brings back so many memories to me. I have been a gamer since I first got my Atari 2600 in 1982. Mm. I just want to thank you again for keeping my childhood alive each week. Smiley face and a thumbs up. Double emotion. Oh, wow. So, wow. Double emoji. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's for Brian R. Thank you, Brian. Awesome. That's how the cool kids do it these days. <laughs> Is that double emoji the sign off? All right. I think so. I don't know. Oh, I'm not a cool kid, so I don't know. I get the middle finger and the eggplant. I don't know what that means, but that's how everybody <laughs> signs off with me. So. <laughs> Thank you, Brian. We're so glad that you enjoy what 
we do here. We love it every time the fourth listener takes time to let us know uh, what they think of, of our efforts. So, uh, And if you would like your email featured here on the show, it's Drop Dead Easy. Of course, you can hit us up over on Facebook Messenger or drop us a line via email at podcast at genxgrownup.com. We read every single message and most of them like Brian's, will eventually make the show. All right, it is time to get into the 2023 Geek Gift Guide, help you pick out just the kind of thing you need to buy for the geek in your life. Maybe it's one of us, who knows? So we'll be right back. (laughs) Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. You're listening to Gen X Grown Up. But if you have a friend who's not yet listening, why not? Tell them about us. They'll thank you later. It is time to get going with the Geek Gift Guide now. And just as the last few years, what we've done, uh, we even said at the beginning of the show, for any budget. So each segment, we're breaking it down into a price range, right? So this first segment, everything we talk about is sub $25. So not going to mm. break the bank. Uh, even if you just kind of like the person, you can still spring for 20 bucks <laughs> or so. It's not too bad. And I'll mention that everything we're going to talk about here, there will be a link down in the show notes that, you know, when Mo assembles our notes for the show and whatever podcast tool you re- you listen on, you can go and see the list there. But if uh, you don't have the ability to do that or you want a shortcut, you can also go directly to our Amazon page. And that's genxgrownup.com slash, you guessed it, Amazon. So uh, <laughs> that's our little store. If you scroll down a bit, you will see idea lists. And one of the idea lists says geek gift guide for 2023. And that's all the products you'll hear in this show. Don't cheat. Don't go there now. Wait, hear the show first. And then you can go there <laughs> to help you to do your shopping. So, all right. With that good bookkeeping behind Behind us, let's go ahead and jump into our 2023 Geek Gift Guide recommendations. Then, and I'm going to start with you, George. What do you have in this first tier? Yeah, I um I decided to um look at more of a need than uh, a want in this case. Now, okay, when my family goes to the movies, right, we <laughs> okay. have to use our phones. Because when you go to AMC, you've got your little QR code on your phone Mm -hmm. that they scan at the little person who's Mm -hmm. up front. And most of the time, I have my phone with me and I have my wallet because, you know, sometimes that AMC person wants to ask for your ID as well. Yep. They don't always do, but sometimes they do. Yep. They list stuff. My son always has his phone and his wallet. However, my wife loves (laughs) to either leave her ID at home because she doesn't want to carry her bag with her because she doesn't have pockets or something like that in whatever she's wearing. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Or she wants me to put her driver's license in my wallet. And then like she's driving, going to work for four days in a row without her driver's license because we forget to exchange (laughs) it. You still got it. Yeah. 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 Mm -hmm. And I have a long time been trying to tell her, just get one of those little, you know, things that like a case for your phone or something that has a couple of slots in it for like an ID 
and some credit cards, that kind yeah. of thing. Oh, yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. However, the problem with most of those things is they stick on the back of your phone is the way they're designed. You don't want it on the front of your phone for obvious reasons. <laughs> <And> <laughs> Design flaw. She has a pop socket on her phone because that's how she likes to hold her phone with that pop socket. Oh, thing. conflict oh, now. So you can't really put. OK, makes right. Sense. Because there's not enough room for, you know, all the stuff to stick to the back of the phone. Well, Pop Socket has a Pop Socket wallet now. They've probably oh. had it for a while. I finally found it. Hmm. Normally, this thing runs about twenty four ninety nine on Amazon. Right now, it's on sale for eighteen seventy five. You know, probably okay. because of Black Sunday, Monday, side Cyber, whatever <laughs> Tuesday, sale whatever that they're is, doing. Right? I don't know. Right, but it's called the Pop Socket Neo Noir. That's the color of the one that um, I like. They have a whole bunch of range of colors and patterns, as you might suggest, but it holds like three or four little credit cards and it's got the pop socket on it. So it's the whole solution to our going to the AMC movie problem Mm. that we currently face. So it's the best of both worlds. It's integrated. It has both the pop socket thingamajig she likes and a place to put cards and they don't fight with each other. It's all one solution. Okay. Exactly. Nice. Pretty simple, straightforward. Mo, how about yours? Yeah. Is yours that simple and straightforward? Actually, it pretty much is. Uh, <laughs> okay. Okay. I find I spend a majority of my time opening boxes. I think a lot of us do these days <laughs> with Amazon and all that stuff. Yeah. And then also opening the thing I hate most in the world, clamshell packaging. Uh, oh. I hate that stuff. Oh, the, the hard plastic yeah. form-fitting we, we cut your like hand thing. Cut your wrists open every time you try yes. to open them. That thing. Yeah. yeah. So anyway, so I found the thing. Um, actually, this is really super cheap this is kind of a stocking stuffer kind of thing it's called a slice mini safety cutter it's a right. small mm. thing you actually could put on your wallet it has a ceramic blade on it mm. which they mm-hmm. said lasts like 10 times longer than a regular blade but it's basically just the tip of the blade sticks out and you can push pull it in and stuff so it's really made oh, to yeah. open boxes and okay. not hurt thing inside the boxes not you know you can use it for clamp opening clamshells you can use it to trim paper i mean it's you can use it pretty much wherever you use that like a utility knife for i would suppose except that it does it only has a very very tiny bit of blade sticking out because that's all you really need when you're opening like a box or that kind of stuff. Just to cut that paper tape or that plastic, like you said, or whatever, just get through that. Okay. Yep. And again, it's six bucks. Hard to go wrong with that. You know, again, so (laughs) it's more of the stocking stuffer level, but uh, I think it's pretty handy. I'm actually probably going to buy a bunch of them and just give them out to people as like random gifts. (laughs) I'll I'll, I'll thank you in advance. Appreciate it. There you go. There you go. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I look on the Amazon page and it comes right up. They got a single or a 12 pack or a 48 pack. So they definitely- 48 pack? Yeah. Yeah. 48 (laughs) pack? They're designed this sales page for exactly what Mo's talking about with stock stuff. But Mo, I got a question for you. Yeah. Why this over a regular, like in my drawer knife or a pair of scissors or uh, uh, a box cutter. I mean, box cutters got that in its name. I mean, oh, I mean, box cutter, absolutely. But it's it's basically one is that you could carry with you. Actually, it has a keychain hold on it. You can even keep it on your keychain if you want to. Oh, you won't cut your leg if it's in your pocket or something. Uh, apparently not. <laughs> I'm hoping not. Apparently we'll not. <laughs> well, let's, let's hope not. George, when you get yours, let us know if you get lacerated. Would you? <laughs> yeah, really. I was gonna say we might have some GXG lawsuits after this episode. <laughs> well, let's put it this way: like I could give this to my grandkids and have them open a box, and I feel pretty comfortable with that. I wouldn't give my box versus cutter. a box cutter, which you would definitely not hand your grandkids. <laughs> no, 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 razor blade. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, you know, I wouldn't give them a box cutter because I'd have one less grandchild, basically. At the end of that, so. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> 
<laughs> so, dark. I got oh, dark. Also, what, this got real dark real fast. <laughs> <laughs> but again, this is like I said, it's just like I forget how small the blade, but really it's just a little tiny bit. The blade sticks mm-hmm. out. It's made so it's easy to hold your thumb and finger, so you just slide it right across. It's made so it does it you don't damage the stuff in the box because it doesn't cut okay. deep enough yep. to really yeah. hurt the stuff that's inside your box as well. And it's six bucks. Yeah. Also, yeah. I right. can never find my box cutters when I need them. You know, whereas this is something so I put them in a keep in a drawer someplace yeah. in, or right. keep in a kitchen drawer and just leave them there and just always until I lose them from there. But still, it'll give me a starting point. Fair. All right. Not bad. Cool. Yeah. I look forward to mine. Thanks. Cool. <laughs> so, John, I'm looking at yours. I'm a little confused if you actually meant to put this on here. You think I didn't? Yeah. <laughs> Oh, I did. I entirely did. So it used to be when you had to you unload your pockets. Like, so I have like this dumping station in my house where I take out my wallet and my keys and my phone and my whatever, whatever your earbuds and whatever you got in your pocket. Take off your watch and put it all on there. And now, though, more and more increasingly these days, it's more and more that you have to charge everything. So my watch yes. has to charge. My phone has to charge. My earbuds have to charge because everything is wireless. Right. So mm. right. and I have a conglomeration. I have a thing to put my phone on. I have a thing to put my watch. You know, and then I would have a earbud. You got to stack on the edge of the phone. Anyway, what I've been looking for and what I found what had a really good deal, just 22 bucks. I don't even think it's on sale. And there's a variety of them to pick from. It doesn't have to be this one, but this is a three in one wireless charging station. So uh, ah. if you look at it on the page, it looks like a little art project. It's got a little deck and a little loop and a mm-hmm. little stand and a little platform and everything. But the idea is it's exactly that. It's three different places to charge. So you can, there's a place to put your phone down. There's a place to take off your watch. Now it says it's for Apple watch, but it'll also work for a Samsung watch. Same Qi charging. Oh, that's what I was asking. Cause I was like, this is oh, like kind of Apple, Apple centric. And I was like, yeah, yeah, it is. But it works for, uh, for Samsung watches too, apparently. Uh, okay, put okay. your watch on a thing. And then on the deck, you can put anything else. And in my case, could, you know, could be another phone. Maybe you're one of those people that has a work phone and a, a personal phone or something. Or in my case, it'll be my earbuds that you put down there. And it's one place. It's, there's always like, uh, there's this thing you, you say when you bundle things together. It's like, you got one throat to choke, one thing you have to worry about, right? So this is <laughs> one plug that I plug in the wall and it powers all of this and I can unload all my stuff on it. So the nice thing about it then is I can free up all those plugs. I can get rid of all the clutter and I don't know anybody that doesn't have at least one thing they have to wirelessly charge every night. Most people have a watch also. That's two. Yeah. So I thought this cool multi three-in-one wireless charging station would make a really good gift yeah. for a lot of nerds. Look, the nerdy you are, the probably the more wireless crap you have to charge. That's true. This is very so true. it's probably <laughs> even more, more uh, applicable the more nerdy you are. You know, it's odd that you talk about it being the simple solution. I bought not this exact one, but one just like this for my wife for her birthday Mm. in November. (laughs) Same thing. Yeah. And they make them for a whole bunch, but she has the iPhone ecosystem now. So she has Uh the the watch and the Mm. earbuds and the phone and everything because she ended up wanting to move over to that. So people got her that stuff for different gifts for Mother's Day, I think it was. But she has all those different little plugs everywhere. She actually plugs them into the side of her computer in the bedroom is where she's charging everything. Oh, now, all, USB there. Yeah. 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 Now she just has this one little device, just like you're saying. And what I like about, I don't know if yours does this, but what I like about the one I got for her the uh, part for the phone is magnetic. So the phone kind of snaps onto it and doesn't fall off. 
Oh, if you have a metal-backed phone or, or one of those metal plates or something, it would do. No, because the nope. new iPhones, the 14s and oh, the 15s. Oh, because they do have a metal. Yeah, they have, they the, have the, the magnets yeah. in them now. Oh, really? Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. Oh, so you don't have to add. It yeah. used to be you had to add like a, a adhesive plate on there. I right. wonder if maybe her pop socket did that or something, but no. Okay, even cool. Yeah. I'm not sure if this one's magnetic or not. I did see some that did that. Like you could turn it horizontal if you want to charge it mm-hmm. or something. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. The one I picked is not anything special. It was just the one that I thought looked coolest. So that's the one that I this recommended. Cool. And- <laughs> It was under 25 bucks, so it met our criteria. Right. So there you go. There you go. <laughs> all right. So there's some recommendations. Now, those are all under $25. We're going to take a quick break, and when we get back, we're going to step it up some. Everything that we talk about then will be sub $50, so over 25 but not quite 50 Now you really have to like that geek before you bring <laughs> one of these. So <laughs> stick around. We'll be right back. Coming up on 5-Minute News, I'm Anthony Davis. You might think it's partisan because maybe it's critical of one side or the other, but it's not. It's just the truth. And I think that's also something that's kind of unusual for Americans listening to the radio or to podcasts because the news landscape in the States has been so partisan for so many decades. So 5-Minute News is verified, truthful, independent, unbiased and essential world news daily. Be sure to subscribe to or follow Gen X Grown Up wherever you listen. And while you're there, rate and review the show, too. It helps more than you know. If anybody loves trains, it's me, Johnny Cash. You know, if your boy's under 10 like mine is, he needs a big Lionel like this Black River Freight. Lionel also makes HO gauge trains for older kids like this Burlington 181. But for smaller hands, the big Lionel is easier to handle than put on the track. This Christmas, get your boy a train that's built for the way young boys play. A big, rugged Lionel. Lionel, the big train for small hands. So now we're looking at under $50, right? Mm -hmm. And actually, I saw something that George had on his that I actually want for Christmas for those people who are listening. So, George, (laughs) why don't you talk about what it is? (laughs) Okay. Go ahead and tell Moe's loved ones what thing they're going to get. Let me do it. Why you got to step on us? Mo was was giving me a thing and you got to jump in. God damn, you don't have to control everything. I don't. Mo did a great segue there. (laughs) No one will ever know, except the people that listen on Tuesdays. Otherwise, no one will ever know. Right. That's true. For everybody who right now is watching John edit this shit. (laughs) He wouldn't shut the fuck up. (laughs) I want you to donate three bits to tell him to shut the fuck up when Mo and George are talking. (laughs) Just lay a little landmines for me next week. Okay, here we go. You're right, Mo. This is something that I actually want myself. I know you want it, and I get Mm. why. I actually found this because... I saw it on Maker's Muse. I don't know if you guys watch his oh, YouTube yeah, channel, I, but I, I've subscribed to that one. Yeah, three mm-hmm. D printing, yep. and he does a lot of bot building now and stuff. He's an Australian guy, really smart. This was in one of his essential tool set videos that he did, and what I liked about his video was it wasn't like all the newfangled things that have just come out for tools. It was stuff that he's had for years that he finds he uses every day, mm. and he brought up the point: whenever you want to use an Allen wrench or when you need to use an Allen wrench, don't. They're horrible devices. They <laughs> They're terrible. You know, they flip around. They come out of the bolt and everything. They're just terrible. So he talked about using the little motorized drill bits and stuff for most of his stuff. But he said, what if 
at some time, you have the bolt in a very awkward place and you need a long, thin Allen wrench to get to it. So, Mm -hmm. well, got to go back to the Allen wrench. No, no, no. (laughs) Get an Allen hex wrench set. They have Mm. these long, thin blades on them that are the exact Mm. diameter of whatever the Allen wrench is. So if it's the two millimeter or the Mm -hmm. three millimeter, that's how long or how wide the hex blade or whatever you want, the shaft, whatever. I know Mm -hmm. there's going to be lots of people giggling right now, but anyway. (laughs) Tools have shafts. Uh, That's fine. I mean, they're going to giggle, but you're still correct. But But this one is the precision. So it's a 0.7 to 3.07 piece set, which is great for a lot of the stuff that you might use whenever you're doing 3d printing or microbot building oh, or yep. working on electronics for your computer or some gaming device or something like that building Ikea uh, furniture. you don't have to buy a big like 50 piece set this is <laughs> yep. just seven i think it is seven different mm-hmm. uh wrenches between the 0.7 and the 3.0 millimeter and it's like uh what is it 36 dollars normally it's on sale right now for 29 28 and a half so hmm. it's a good solid set of allen hex wrenches and that's it it doesn't have to do anything else that's right yeah (laughs) make your life easier is what it does that's what it's exactly right (laughs) yeah now mo yours seems quite less practical oh it's totally okay but (laughs) all right it's interesting but it's a good gift maybe yes it's interesting especially again for the people who are into the 80s retro arcade games all this stuff it's a book on Amazon, go figure, called Arcade Game Topography, The Art of Pixel Type. So it mm. actually is goes through all the different games and the fonts that they had to come up with. Really? Working with the limitations of the time. Huh. Because, you know, they had to come up with fonts to, you know, for Donkey Kong. It had to be 8x8 or 8x16 or whatever it is mm-hmm, they had mm-hmm. to do, right? Right. They had to make it distinctive. They had to make it work with the games and all this stuff. So it's actually a fairly, uh, it's like 270 pages or something. It's a, it's a hefty book. Wow. Uh, but they actually that many have, fonts? like, they have all, <laughs> they have the fonts fun. and they even have the fonts on like a grid. So you can see the pixel by pixel, how they did each one. Oh, cool. I mean, I guess that makes sense. Maybe some games use the same font, but back in the early heydays of video games, they were probably all creating their fonts from scratch, I would yeah. guess. A lot of them hmm. did, or they I'm sure they did some plagiarism, but generally speaking, though, because they wanted right. the font yeah. to reflect the game. And you had something like a Zaxxon. They wanted the font that looked Zaxxon-y or Pac-Man, you know. So this book basically goes through all the different fonts for the different games. It starts like for the 70s, I think through the 90s even, and it kind of talks through and just sort of describes them, how they came up with the designs, and then actually shows you the font again on the grid so you can see pixel by pixel how they designed each letter i said it seemed like just a interesting kind of book it seemed like you know you could probably pick up and just sort of browse and probably find something cool in it this i've never heard of this before and like i never knew you'd have the thing like this (laughs) it's so niche right first it's video games okay that's a subset then it's the typefaces used in video games (laughs) and doing graphic design and being a Video game nerd, I love both of those things, and it's like this yeah. this Venn diagram with a very small <laughs> sliver, and I'm right in the middle. I'm right in the middle of that sliver. This is how much is it, Mo? Is it is under fifty? Uh, this, you said this book is twenty eight bucks. I think yeah, twenty eight bucks. Yeah. Oh man, I want one. <laughs> <laughs> There's only one thing that I think they missed out on here. I'm looking at it and it looks like on Amazon mode that it says this is the paperback edition and I don't see a hardcover edition. This feels like something that would be a great coffee table book. 
Yeah, yeah, you, mm. I think you're right. Uh, I don't know if there is a hardcover edition. The only one I saw is the paperback. Mm. Yeah, you know, even more they should have done should have come with a DVD or USB stick full of the fonts so that I can start using them. <laughs> so you use them, be even cooler. But this sounds fascinating. Yeah, Arcade you talk game about different games like uh, oh, man. Yep. Uh, you know, Marble Madness, Space Harrier, you know, and basically, you know, oh yeah, instead every single one they pretty much had to come up with their own fonts for. So it was interesting. Right. Yeah, is this is this a book you already have? You've already read it, or just from what you know? No, about I don't it? have it. I saw it. And I'm like. I want that book. I was looking. Yeah. Through, I was like, yeah. that looks like a pretty awesome book to look through. All right. Yeah. I need so, one of those. <laughs> That's okay. cool. So, so John fine. needs it. Wow. So, so what yeah, else, John, do you need? Uh, so I'm not even sure how bad I need this, but man, is it cool. And it falls, <laughs> it falls in a category that I like, but it was something I'd never heard of before. So, you know that I'm a fan of jigsaw puzzles. I mm, like oh doing yeah. puzzles. You guys are fans of puzzles in general, jigsaw and jig, but I have a stack of them that either I've yeah. done or haven't done yet, or I do them and glue them, hang them on the walls. There's like a like a turn off your brain kind of aspect of doing jigsaw puzzles where that like sure. I don't have enough bandwidth to find that little weird shaped piece and think about my problems. So it just my problems go away for a while when you're doing jigsaw mm-hmm. puzzles. And so I found this really interesting one that might sound weird at first. Hell, it might sound weird when I'm done explaining it. I don't know. But it's a jigsaw puzzle that has no picture on it. It is called the Waves Puzzle. Now, each piece is translucent and iridescent. Okay. So like when you see oil in a puddle of water, how like there's a rainbow and the light hits it right. differently, oh, the yeah. iridescent kind mm-hmm, of cover. Mm-hmm. So these pieces right. are like that. When you turn them, they change color. So you're really only focusing on the shape of the piece. And it's a simple puzzle. It's like seven by seven, eight inches square. But it's this little jigsaw puzzle that you can, like it's like a desk toy or something that you would put together repeatedly during your day oh. where you sit down, you kind of, you're not looking at the picture, you're just analyzing shapes and it's very colorful. They say it's like not only a brain teaser, but also like a relaxation tool or a stress reliever because the way you have to focus on the colors change, you got to focus on that shape and build it. So as soon as I saw this, I'm like, and it's like a desk gadget of, again, it's that Venn diagram, right? It's a puzzle. It's mm-hmm. it's a, a toy. It's a brain teaser and it's a relaxation thing. So with all those together and 30 bucks, which admittedly sounds like a lot for a little plastic puzzle, but if you're going to get more than just putting it together one time out of it, something to use regularly, I think it might be worth it. And it looks gorgeous. There you go. Yeah. Let's look at this. At first, I was thinking like $30 for a small puzzle. It seems kind of high. But yeah. but in looking at it, though, it definitely looks like it's it's not a jigsaw puzzle. It's not just a jigsaw puzzle. I should put it that way. It's, like you said, it seems more like a, a focus relaxation, mm-hmm. like you said. And as from looking at the video that comes with it, too, it, it's, it just looks cool when you put it together. I mean, you know, depending on the light hits it and how you angle it and, you know, mm-hmm. so... And by the fact that it's seven by seven, you don't go crazy trying to do like a, you know, a thousand all white puzzle, you know, it's or something yeah. like that. And the really fascinating thing is like the further out you go from the center of the puzzle, the more defined the jigsaw gets to the point that the dead center is purely square with no bumps in or out. And so normally you just pick I mean, the flat edges. It's not like that. It's more of a like analyzing mm-hmm. the shapes and it's thinking outside of the box. I know it's a trite kind of saying, but that's what you have to do. It's not just a jigsaw. It's more procedural. So yeah, it's called the Waves Puzzle uh, at just 30 bucks. So take a look. You might like it. Pretty cool. I know I would. So. <laughs> okay, we're halfway through. When we get back, we are stepping it up. So far, we've done up to $50. We're doubling our budget now. We get back. We've all chosen something that is between 50 and $100. So this is like you got to seriously, seriously care. This might be the special nerd in your life. You never know. So <laughs> stick around. We'll, uh, we'll have those picks for you right after this. 
Hit Pass Moto, sponsored by Moto America, is the show that keeps you up to speed on the latest in motorcycling and brings the biggest names in motorcycle racing right to you. From candid interviews with the top names in racing to providing insights into the trends and trendsetters driving the motorcycle industry, we have you covered. New episodes are available every Thursday at pitpassmoto.com and on your favorite podcast app. Right on. Each episode of Gen X Grown Up has show notes loaded with links where you can learn more about our topics. And there's even more to see and hear over at GenXGrownUp.com. Atari would like to thank you for taking us into your homes. We wish you all a happy holiday. All right, first two categories are done. Those were for the people you kind of like, but don't really like, but maybe kind of <laughs> like. And now this is the one that you better damn well know the person's name and address yeah. before you decide to send them this, because if they're not that much into your friend pool, they're not getting this hundred dollar mm. or less item. Now we say hundred dollars or less. We're obviously not going to go below 50 because we had a category mm-hmm. for that. This is stuff that's yep. kind of 51 to a hundred roughly yep. uh, for most of us. John, I got a feeling I know where you're going to go with your selection, <laughs> but let's just get it out of the way. And let everybody find out what your pick is for under a hundred. Yeah. So my pick is, is something we've talked about on this show before, and it continues even after more products have come out, it continues to be something that I would recommend to somebody who is interested in playing some nostalgic arcade and video games, but they don't want to spend a whole bunch of money to do it. They don't want to buy a whole bunch of cartridges and boxes and, and paraphernalia. This is the My Arcade Atari Game Station Pro. Now, this thing mm. MSRPs for ninety nine ninety nine. Like I took it right up to the wire. Like <laughs> I'm, I will not be held accountable for tax or shipping. You have to pay. This is the amount of the product. Uh, but if you didn't hear us talk about it before, here's what they've done. And you know that Atari just came out with their twenty six hundred plus that we talked about last right. week. Not only is it a little more expensive, but you have to be enough of a hobbyist to own cartridges to plug cartridges in. It doesn't come with anything baked in. The nice thing about the Game Station Pro is it comes with two controllers. The controllers are wireless mm-hmm. and the unit itself plugs right into the TV via HDMI. You power it with USB and it has 200 games on it. Now it's yeah. worth noting that only about 140 or so are Atari games. The rest are what they call bonus games, but even those games are decent. Yeah. You know, gone are the days of just shoveling garbage on to flesh out the numbers. Yeah. They're pretty cool little games and they span not only arcade games that I mentioned, but Atari 2600 games, Atari 5200 games, and Atari 7800 games. And it has a little paddle right on the controllers so you can play Breakout mm-hmm. and Warlords the mm. way you want to. And finally, if you want to dabble, if you add a micro SD card, you can add games onto there and not just Atari games. Game Boy, Nintendo, Sega Genesis, or more arcade games via MAME. It's so expandable and it's so much more fun than even what ships in the box. But if even if your nerd is not into that kind of dabbling and tinkering, you're going to get 200 games, two wireless controllers ready to plug in and play for 100 bucks. 
which yeah. I think I don't know many nerds who would be mad to get that on Christmas morning, honestly. <laughs> <laughs> you didn't even mention that it just looks cool as shit, too. It just it looks, does. It's, it's pretty modern nice. looking. Yeah. It's, you know, it's a good looking yeah. with the LED lights and mm-hmm. it just looks good. Just to even have it on your shelf, you know, or under next to your yep. TV set. Yeah. It's kind of got that rainbow LEDs, like you said. It's mm-hmm. a kind of almost styled a little bit after the 2600 Junior, but way more compact. Like this looks like a hardback right. book, a small one is what it looks like. <laughs> so, yeah. So Game Station Pro, that's my pick under a hundred bucks. George, how about you? What do you got coming up? Yeah. Uh, a while back, I don't remember if it was on one of these episodes or just in a regular podcast that we did, but I mentioned that I picked up this device called the Kishi. Mm-hmm. You guys remember this is the thing that like you pull it apart, you stick your phone in between it, oh, and then yeah, your yeah. phone becomes a, a little gaming thing, portable right? handheld gaming system. I like my Kishi. It's okay. Part of the difficulty that I have, though, is not all games are compatible with it. Um, it's a little limited. Even some games that, like the specific one, Oddmar, that I got it for, doesn't mm-hmm. do all of the stuff with it that it's supposed to. So I've gone back to, like, connecting an Xbox controller via Bluetooth to the phone and then, <laughs> you know, putting my phone on a little stand. And I can play that in Grand Theft Auto, Vice City, and some other games like that with no problem. However, there are other products in that marketplace that are just as high quality as the Kishi. Uh, I guess once the Kishi came out, somebody realized there's a marketplace for this and decided to build these things. Mm. So the one that I'm going to talk about here is called the Backbone One. So Mm. if you've seen a Kishi, it's the exact same type of device. Now, the ergonomics are a little bit different. They kind of built their controllers around both the either the Xbox platform or the PlayStation platform. So if you are if you prefer either one of those controllers, you can have your pick. The other thing they did, Mo to include Apple people, they built okay. USB-C versions and lightning versions. Oh, okay. Okay. Very nice. Options. So you, you can use either one. Uh, right now, it's 30% off on Cyber Monday-ish, whatever thing <laughs> this, like, you know, we talk about with Amazon. They always got something going on. Uh, so it's $70 right now. It's normally $100. So it's right mm. on our line, $99.99. It looks to be a lot of fun. I don't own one yet. I am considering getting one, even though I already have the Kishi. I was considering, oh, maybe I'll just get the Kishi 2, but I've read a lot of reviews that say the Kishi 2 is not nearly as good as the original Kishi. Don't upgrade. So I'm like, okay, well, I guess I won't then. Yeah, really? Um, Yeah. Now, the only thing that I've read in forums that might turn some people off is that over time, this device, the Backbone 1, can be prone to loosening a little bit around your phone. And people talk about your phone maybe sagging in between mm-hmm. the the parts of the controller that it snaps into. Because it's like a little clamp, right? It's like hold, it's like gripping the side sort of. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I mean, it's like literally the name Backbone. It's got like this plastic backbone behind it that kind of origami out and folds and snaps into place when you put your phone oh, into it. Just like okay. the Kishi did. But it's apparently there's some things. Now, it does have some other nice little things to it. It's got a USB-C port on it, so you can plug it in and charge it. It's got a three and a half millimeter jack if you want to hook up some three and a half millimeter headphone things. If you don't Mm -hmm. have Bluetooth headphones for your phone, Um, they say that the controls are console quality. I guess that Mm -hmm. means they say they're they feel as good as an Xbox or a PlayStation controller. So, okay. It looks really promising. There's a lot of um, a lot of people saying that it's a good, solid device. So there you go. Okay, cool. Well, you know, I have seen this kind of gadget for sale for $14.99, $19.99. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. 
And those, when you feel them, they are not console quality. And so I can see sure. this one, this is premium priced. I look at it and it looks it looks as good as an Apple or a Microsoft kind of manufactured device almost. Mm -hmm. So I can see where this would be. And it's like you don't want to carry around, it's inconvenient to carry around a bulky full-size controller if you want to do something mobile. So this is the kind of thing that easily throws in a bag or in your hip pocket or, or carry around kind of thing without having to lug like a, a heavy real controller. So I can see this be yeah. certainly yeah. better than the cheapo ones and pretty valuable for if you like playing on your phone or, or tablet, maybe even. Yeah, yeah it looks yeah. pretty cool. Decent. I don't okay. think it would fit a tablet. It's not really designed for that, but. Oh, no. Okay. For All a right. phone. Yeah. Gotcha. All right. I mean, maybe you could put a, I mean, I don't know if you have a really small tablet, maybe mm. it could fit in there. <laughs> well, you could, could you not sync it with your tablet, but not put the tablet in it? Would it still, it's a regular controller? I don't think yeah. it's designed as a sync. Oh, no? The plug oh, okay. on it plugs oh, directly it does in your thing. phone. Got it. And that's where the connectivity happens. That's the whole point of the low latency because it's not a Bluetooth controller go. where you might Got have it. latency. Um, I understand. The only thing that I will point out when you guys go to look at it on Amazon, when you go through mm -hmm. genxgrownup.com slash Amazon, mm -hmm. there are four awesome. types. Like I said, there's two USB-C and two lightning types. Mm -hmm. Each one has a PlayStation and an Xbox. The Xbox USB-C is the only one of the four not available for prime shipping. It's still the same price. <laughs> it's just it's not on longer. prime shipping for some reason. I don't know. Why. Uh, it so, makes no sense. There because it's the one you want. That's why. Yeah, it is the they, one I yeah, want. Perhaps. <laughs> it's probably that's why. how they get you, George. That's how they get that's you. Right. <laughs> All right, Mo, you got something to pick us up? Oh, yeah, absolutely. So I was really trying to find something, the absolutely something that is not practical that I would never buy myself. But mm -hmm. if I got it, I think it was very cool. And so it is the Ember Temperature Control Smart Mug 2. A sequel to the Smart Mug. What was first it's a sequel a smart to mug, these, Now it's the yes. sequel to a Smart <laughs> That's Mug. That's a Smart Mug 2. So <laughs> basically, it's a mug that will keep your drink at a set temperature. The mug itself does. Like, you don't have to sit it on something to keep the temperature. The mug itself oh, will keep your drink hot. Okay. It has a charging coaster, but without that, it'll keep your drink hot for like 180, like for like 80 minutes or 90 minutes or something like that. It's charging coaster. It, you can control it with your phone. You can set the temperature with your phone. So you what? actually could. Yeah. I tell you, it's, this is like the least practical I have ever created. So, um, oh, hold if, on. I have to log into my mug and set the temperature a little more. Yeah, try, and and it, it'll even know that if, you're, if your mug is empty, it'll shut off. Like it knows that it's empty. That's not cool. Wow. You know? Okay. Auto sleep. It's impractical. It's mm -hmm. kind of ridiculous. It's $99. <laughs> so it's right there in the, underneath the $100, you know, the $100 limit. But if you know somebody who is a a coffee or tea drinker, like a, a mm -hmm. serious one, and they're just a gadget nerd, I think this they would be thrilled to get something like this. So for the benefit of those listening who haven't yet clicked across to the, our Amazon mm -hmm. store or clicked in the show notes, when I imagined this, you described login with your app. It's got a charging yeah. coaster. It's got whatever. I'm <laughs> like, this is going to be the most cyber looking crazy mug. <laughs> no. It is so like simple and unassuming and streamlined. <laughs> it, it's like I need a big sticker on it so people know I have an awesome, expensive, cool mug. How will they know that my phone know, can really, log yeah, into my mug? There's that. There right. is a problem. <laughs> yeah, they should put some LED lights in the bottom or something. It, it yeah. looks like something that Steve Jobs would have designed. Yeah, very. Yeah. yeah, you're right. It's it's like simple, clean, straight lines kind of thing. Mm -hmm. It's really pretty. Like yeah, it's like a mug you'd pay twenty bucks for, or just a mug probably. 
but now it right. does everything. Yeah, but this one does, like you said, washes your car. If you want to make sure your coffee is at that perfect temperature all the mm-hmm. time while you're drinking it, this is the mug to get. That's exactly what it does, and that's really cool. I don't need one. Let me just tell you now, I don't need one, <laughs> but I know some people who would love one. You're right. So that's Ember Temperature Control. Oh, that's cool. Smart Mug 2, the sequel. The sequel. That's right. Okay. We've made it up to the $100 level. Now, when we get back from the break, we're pulling out the stops. We're not going sky's the limit, but we're going to keep it manageable. In our next group of recommendations, everything is going to be between $100 and $250. So a quarter of a grand. Mm. Uh, you were saying, George, boy, you <laughs> really got to know their address. <laughs> you might need to share their address to go in this tier, right. quite honestly. So, <laughs> so we get right back. We're going to jump in that. Stick around. Well, hey, podcast listener. My name is Vince, and I'm the host of a show called The RR Show. It stands for Reddit Readings. We're going to sit down twice a week, and I'm going to bring you the most entertaining stories from all of the best subreddits that exist online. Things like malicious compliance, petty revenge, hey, lady, I don't work here. Oh, there's so much more. Lots of great stories and things you won't believe. Like the one time uh, this dude was caught in a bathroom with his friend and he was slapping them because that was the only way that he could actually legitimately help them. A mall cop comes in with a taser. Oh, yeah, the rest is history. It's going to be fun. There is, uh, I don't know, I got like 20 seconds left, so I don't got much more time to tell you another story. But just join me on The RR Show. It's from Evergreen Podcast, produced in partnership with Wessler Media. So The RR Show. Wherever you get podcasts, subscribe today. And uh, it's like an adult story time. Let's hang out together. The RR Show. Subscribe today wherever you get your podcasts. If you're a diehard Gen X grown-up, you can pledge your support by clicking join on YouTube or by becoming a patron at genxgrownup.com slash Patreon. Got a picture tells a story. Capture the color of Christmas this year on fresh Kodak film. I got it! I got it! Kodak wishes you some merry, merry pictures. If you have stuck around with us this long, we've taken care of gifts for all the scrubs who you don't care that much about. But (laughs) if you really love the geek in your life, this group of recommendations are all between $100 and $250. So I'm excited about what cool stuff we have lined up for this. So George, let me get started with you. What is your sub 250 pick? Yeah, I have been on a kick the last couple of years of really getting into some of these nostalgic and larger Lego sets. Oh, oh yeah. Keep mm-hmm. getting awesome and more awesome and more awesome and more awesome. Uh, we've all talked about the Atari 2600 Lego set. John, was there cool. was the Pac-Man arcade one that the little <laughs> guys flip around in the game. You mm-hmm. can crank the wheel on it. Uh, that original Nintendo one that I think kind of set everybody off down that path. But they have done a tremendous job with a lot of other sets as well. I got that little James Bond Aston Martin recently. Um, there are Batman, these massive like Batcaves Lego sets and stuff out there. Mm-hmm. But one that I think really hits home with us specifically because John even made it the fictitious birthday of the Gen X grown up channel uh, mm-hmm. is Back <laughs> to the Future. And they have a Lego Icons Back to the Future time machine set. So this builds the DeLorean. Cool. 
it also gives you all of the accessories that go with the different iterations of the DeLorean. So not just the original oh, from the first movie. With the Mr. Fusion on it? It's got the Mr. Fusion. It's got the <laughs> lightning pole, all of that stuff. It comes nice. with a Marty and a Doc Brown, as you would oh, imagine. That's, that's worth it right there. It's really <laughs> awesome. It's the going doors actually open, which is nice. It's even got uh, the Wild West thing that he had to mount to the hood with what whatever oh, parts yeah. he could use. Oh, it's got and that it's on got it. those hubcaps for the train track. I see here. <laughs> it's got the hubcaps. It's got the tires that swapped out wow. for the fifties version. Yes. It's got all that. Um, it's, mm. it's beautiful. It's gorgeous. I love it. It's one that anybody listening to this podcast is dying to know what to get George. Another Lego <laughs> set that he hasn't built yet. This is right up my alley. Right. Um, so it, don't get him that beautiful. backbone because he actually bought that during the last break. So don't be double buy that during the last break. <laughs> don't give me a backbone. I'm good on that one. <laughs> but it's really solid and it fits right in our category. Regular price of $199. It's on sale right now for $159. Now that's mm. not a Cyber Monday sale. That's it's just on that sale right mm. for some reason. I don't know why. Um, but you can I mean you can get it from the Lego store, but if you get it through this Amazon link, you're gonna help Gen X grown up as well. So mm. there you go. Yeah. Now do you know I was looking at the description, does it actually travel through time? Any idea? I'm gonna say that it does because it brings me back to 1985 Ooh, all over. Perfect answer. Oh, I'm such a smart ass. And you saved it. Well done. <laughs> I was going to go, it does travel through time at the same pace that we're all traveling. It was bullshit. You had a great answer. I love your answer yeah. better. I'm looking at this model and it does well the one done. thing that's going to make me want to get this is that the wheels flip down so it could be a hover. Yeah. The wheels flip down like the hover version. Yeah. Oh, yeah. that's cool. <laughs> yeah. Now I'm looking Dang. at that and I'm like, oh, this is so cool. And it's got that nice little placard that some of the premium Lego sets come with as mm -hmm. well. Like I have it with my Iron mm -hmm. Man that I built it's you know back to the future time machine and it's got the little spaces for you to put Marty and Doc on and Doc has his little cool future sunglasses nice. and <laughs> the crazy hair it's got the hoverboard it's with it hoverboard. I mean yeah it's got all this little oh, it's it got the plutonium has, case <laughs> yeah the plutonium case that's what I was saying the one thing that's I would crazy. have never thought about yeah, but it's in either. there and you're like of course that needs to be there that's awesome oh. so yeah oh wait, yeah. Wait, wait, I'm just seeing it has a can and a banana yes the two things does. that he put yes. in the mr fusion at the end i'm just it's yeah. super yeah. tiny but i'm like even have that that's yep. how cool the, the detail is just amazing it's how clever they design these things yeah. they make mm -hmm. them like little nods to in jokes and small minutiae the bigger fan you are what a cool set that's a great recommendation yeah, even like the little tubes that they use you know lego gives you those little tubes for some things like the atari mm -hmm. 2600 we got the tubes for the controller right it oh, uses right. those tubes to go around the outside of delorean the way that doc had all the cabling run yeah the so piping. it was yeah, supporting all the cool. electricity it's yeah it's just a brilliant little system the way it makes the angles like we talked about with that 2600 system back then it, it it's just great i love it it for me it would be the penultimate gift for the christmas season would be the it's lego it. icons back to the future time machine but that's, that's me John, mm, that's great. How about you? Okay, I'm going to try to give Mo a run for his money in selecting the most impractical gift on the list. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay. At least Mo's pick kept coffee warm. 
I mean, at least it did that. All yes. right. Okay. My pick in the sub 250, and it's not even toward the top of the range. I'll tell you the price in a second. It's called the Divoom Times Gate Cyberpunk Gaming Digital Clock. Holy cow, that's a mouthful. Wow. That's a mouthful. Now, that's worth yeah. $200 right there. Yeah, really. <laughs> just, just a description. Now, you guys have seen, and we've talked about on the show before, my Divoom Pixu 64. This is my frame on the wall that connects to my oh, clock. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I can put like the number right. of YouTube subscribers we have up there, or you can change it to be, you know, a clock or a weather station or whatever you want to do. So this thing made by the same company, Divoom, is this crazy cybernetic looking little, it's hard to describe. You guys, <laughs> I'm sure, are looking at the picture of it. It's mm-hmm. got these shells on the end, and it has five individual RGB screens, and each one can be programmed to do the kind of thing that my thing on the wall does. So the idea is that, hey, if you have this awesome gaming rig set up, you could put this as a decoration instead of just having a clock. Now you can make the five little screens work in tandem. So since there are five of them, you can have number, number, colon, number, number. That's five digits. So you could have all five screens work together as a nice big clock, but you can program each screen. You can make one to be a weather station. You can make one to be my, my stock market prices. One of them is going to be my YouTube and Twitch subscribers. One is going to be each one of them is addressable as a separate RGB LED display. Like your Mm. coffee mug, Mo, you sync (laughs) it up with your phone and you can either download the apps for each of those little tiles when you connect to it. You can even draw your own artwork. You can make animations that run on it and people are making little programs for it all the time. And since it's always Wi-Fi connected, it's really endless what you can make it do. If things have APIs out there, you can get messages. Hey, when you have a new message on Facebook Messenger, it'll pop up in one of these if you've configured the little tile to do that. So really, it's five little dashboard screens in a cool little frame, regularly $149, currently on sale for just $119, which Mm. not even close to that $250 mark. Not bad. So it actually has built-in Wi-Fi as well. So It'll keep, it'll mm-hmm. do like Wi-Fi updates and- Absolutely. Oh, interesting. Yeah. So the screens can be live screens. Like I was saying, it's not just put a picture on it. It can be a status monitor. It can be, you know, like I said, a clock, weather, whatever. I don't know what I'd use it for, but I kind of want one. <laughs> <laughs> See there, did I win? Is it is? I swear it's less practical than the coffee cup, right? Oh, it definitely is less bit. practical. Okay, yes. I, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know that it's less practical than the coffee mug. I mean, hmm, coffee mug. Okay. You have to really want some warm liquid. It doesn't have to be coffee. It can be hot chocolate or something like this. Mm, yeah. Okay. This can convey a lot of practical information that it may could. be interesting yes, to you at the time. Oh man, I just yeah. <laughs> I, That's I have practical. a question, though. <laughs> okay. It's, it's a little practical. All right. But th- I have a concern, I think, mm, okay. that leads to a question. Okay. Because they don't mention in anything that I'm reading here what materials this is made out of for $149. If that's all plastic, mm. I don't think it's going to feel like it's worth it when you hold it. However, as premium. Mm, yeah, point. it's not going to feel as premium. If it's metal and it's weighted and heavy, yeah. then it would feel, okay, I've got my $149 worth out of this thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I really don't know. I-, I would love to find out when I open it, honestly, to tell you. <laughs> <laughs> right? Because <laughs> like you, I'm not sure what I would do with it, but I can think of several things that would be cool to have like on a shelf or on a desk next to me. There are all kinds of stats because right now the frame I have, while it's like 10 inches square, I could just run one thing on it. I have to pick mm-hmm. what that thing is. This, you can have five different ones, which is kind of neat, but yeah, you're right, George. I think if it were just plastic, you might kind of feel like, Meh. you're probably glad 
that's on sale, 30 bucks off, right? So you're like, okay, maybe it's a little better at 119, but the, the screens themselves I'm gonna, are- I'm going to bet it's plastic. There? Yeah. No, Think no, so? I'm just going to bet it's plastic because I found a weight. Ah, okay. 406 it's grams. That's metric. That's I'm less American. than a pound. I have no idea. Okay. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's probably not metal. Or if it is, it's like a thin aluminum, if it's anything. Yeah. If it is, if yeah. It is yeah. But it does look cool. And it's- It looks it really does cool. look awesome. And now I'm not sure how impractical it is. Maybe it's kind of practical. All right. Mo, let's declare a tie, <laughs> at least. Can we do that? All right. <laughs> okay. All right. Okay. So that's my, that's my last pick. So Mo, here it is. This is your sub 250 pick. What did yep. you come up with? So this is actually something that's been around for a while. It is the MetaQuest 2. It's oh, the, there is the, the VR the, helmet. The, yeah. Yep, the VR helmet. So the MetaQuest 3 is out. And because of that, the 2 prices are coming down. Uh-huh. And I have a 2 and I don't feel a strong desire to upgrade it. Hmm. Like it still d- does mm-hmm. everything I need it to do. I mean, yeah, maybe if I saw the graphics on the 3, I'd be like, oh my God, it's so much better. But I think the graphics on the MetaQuest 2 are, are great. And especially if you have somebody who like is not sure if they want to get into it you know, into the whole VR thing and you're not really sure, you know, I'd rather spend, you know, $250, which is what this costs is 249 right now, uh-huh. as opposed okay. to the new MetaQuest 3, which I think is somewhere like 600 bucks or something like that. If you get it. Right. Really? One. Ooh, that's yeah. Deep. yeah. It's, it's super yeah. expensive, but this will play all the same games. It does all the, things that made the MetaQuest popular, this thing will do for you. And again, it's like, it's for 250. I mean, I definitely paid way more than 250 for mine all said and done. <laughs> so for 250 though, that's a great price. And this, the 250 is for the 128 gigabyte model too, which is the highest end one. Hmm. Right. So I think I'm the only one of us that does not have a Quest. I think you do, George. Quest 1, maybe you have a Quest 2 also. Which one do you have? I, I have the Quest 2. I started off with the Oculus Go. That's right. That's, that's kind right. of a dead system now. Meta yeah. okay. doesn't support it. It's not really used for anything. But I got the Quest 2 from our friend King of Nerds. Oh, uh, right. We made a trade where mm-hmm. I sent him one of my... Uh, replicate units and right. he sent me a quest too. Okay. So I don't have a VR headset at all. I mean, other than probably some plastic thing I could snap my phone in. I've dabbled, right? But I don't own one. So for this kit, like I know you have this helmet, but yeah. don't you then have to buy a bunch of peripherals? You got to buy like these hand sticks and uh, no, batteries all and all that stuff. This is, this is, a, this is a complete set. This it's all inclusive. Yeah. All it's inclusive. all of it. Headset with the two hand controllers. So it's, oh, yeah, it's everything okay. you need to get going with this. Like you can play literally anything you want to with this, you know, it's oh, uh, okay. And for two fifty, pretty good price. So it's not just a pared down starter bundle. This is like the Mm-mm. full, the full all in package. But yeah, this cheaper. is actually one of the higher end bundles. If you're looking at this a few years ago, yeah, uh, yeah. I mean, I my experience is that when you get this one, some of the first things you're going to do when you're searching out YouTube videos on what to do with it and how to use it, you're mm-hmm. going to say, "Ooh, I want to upgrade the head strap, or I want to do this, or I want to do that." So you're going to upgrade this one later on. So to Mo's point. This is a good place to start until you're ready to spend the next $30 or $40 or whatever to get the Mm. batteries that keep it going a longer period of time than what its internal battery does or different things like that. It's This looks like a good solid set. It's the one step down from the big memory set. The big memory set is 256, yeah. Mm -hmm. But it's- I think I have the 128 I've never run out of memory on it. You haven't, yeah. And and the fact that it's been out for a while means there's probably already a vast library of peripherals and they're also oh. probably coming oh down in God, price because yeah. the three is out there right mm-hmm. yep so it's time yeah. to take advantage of the 
other people jumping on the latest greatest. Yeah. Hey, early adopters, the, thanks for the price cut. <laughs> exactly right. Yeah, just go yeah. back one level, and you're and you said and. Again, if again, if somebody's really not sure if they even want to get into this or if they're not sure if they mm-hmm. don't like it, I'd much rather spend two fifty than spend the six hundred, seven hundred bucks it would cost to get the of course. the three. That's great. Yeah, yeah. Unless or unless you want to upgrade yours and hand me down, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> We've all done that. These are some great picks. Now I have a Christmas list. I'll put these all on my wish list. So <laughs> these are, I don't need the coffee mug. There's only one I think I don't have to have, but it's because I don't drink coffee, quite honestly. So <laughs> guys, great picks. Good job here. Listeners, yes. if this thing is interesting, two ways we've taken care of you. As always, Mo's going to put all these links, affiliate links, right down in the show notes of this episode. So you can click right on them. If you don't have the show notes handy, you can head over to genxgrownup.com slash Amazon. Scroll down a little bit. You'll see idea lists. And one of them says geek gift guide 2023. That's all this stuff. All the stuff we've talked about is in that list. So shortcut for you right there. And again, any purchase you make through those links will help benefit Gen X Grown Up. We hope we have been able to help you out a bit as we had promised at the top of the show to pick some good gifts for the geek in your life. So before we get out of here, though, I want to take just a moment to thank all of our generous supporters over on patreon.com. Look, there are dozens of you who have seen what we do, heard what we do, that we do for free, and have opted to pledge a little monthly support for us. And you are the amazing people that keep us motivated to get this work done and make it possible, quite honestly. So listener, if you have not yet joined that roster and are interested for as little as a dollar a month, you can sign up to just head over to genxgrownup.com slash Patreon. Go through the steps. It's very simple. Look, if I can do it, you can do it. It's very easy. It's not complicated. <laughs> and we would love to have your support. We'd be very grateful. That is going to wrap it up then for this backtrack edition of the show. Don't worry. We have another backtrack coming your way in two weeks. Next week, though, is the standard edition of our show. Until then, I am John. George, thank you so much for being here. Yes, sir. Mo, you know I appreciate you. Always fun, man. Fourth listener, it's you, though, we all appreciate most of all. And we'll talk to you again next time. Bye-bye. See you guys. Take care, everybody. Gen X Grown Up is a member of the Evergreen Podcast family. Learn more at evergreenpodcasts.com. Unacceptable for grown ups. Your dinner cannot just be french fries. Basically, life sucks as a grown up. 2023 gig gig. I can't even say it. The gig gig. That's Cooter. Gig damn damn. Boys. Let's go ahead and jump into our 2023 gig gig. God damn it. We'll have blooper already. Okay. You've got questions. We've got answers. Business leadership, ownership, and sales can be challenging. Tune into the Accelerate Your Business Growth podcast to learn from the world's experts. Join me, your host, Diane Helbig, as I chat with people who have expertise in various areas of business. You'll enjoy the lively conversations that are focused on providing you with the ideas, tips, and suggestions you need to realize greater success. Get what you need for your business when you need it from the people who have the answers. Accelerate Your Business Growth is part of the Evergreen Podcast Network and is available on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you listen to your favorite podcast.